Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time And it's your time Going all out when it's go time go, go. I ain't wasting no time Gotta make them lose their mind yes, when it's yes, your sir. time Go time with the fanatics, the Miami Dolphins podcast that goes not only across the pond but across the world. I'm one half of the team, Charlie Touche, and I got my co-host with me, Kadeem Simmons. Kadeem, you know it's always for the fans and by the fans. What's the play? It's an interesting one. Um, we're talking about the potential signing of Le'Veon Bell. Um, he got released by the Jets this week, and there's a very big possibility that he ends up in Miami so we thought you know what let's talk about it get it out there and give our thoughts on it bro so while we were doing the intro like no kidding I just got a notification and it says the athletic has learned that it appears Le'Veon Bell has narrowed his options down to two landing spots Kansas City and Miami this is your first time hearing about it, right? The news? Because I'm pretty sure you, you probably got the notification, but we were recording, so I don't know if you knew that. I didn't get the notification, no. Um, yep. What did you say off-air about why he has the Chiefs down as one of his options? So, I remember when he was going through his debacle in Pittsburgh, they had a, before he signed to the Jets, he was a free agent, and I think it was him and Tyreek Hill, and maybe the Honey Badger, maybe, I can't remember uh, maybe Watkins, I can't remember, but they were all talking about, oh, dream team, it'll be nice if you came to KC with us. And everybody was like, bro, they, they, they don't got the money for that. How are they going to make that happen? So I, re- I remember him wanting to go to KC. I always remember that. But if you remember, I sent you a text message. Uh, when, when, when he first got released by the Jets, I sent you a text, and I had my list of teams, and Miami was first on the list. It was Miami on the top of the list because I know he trains in Miami. I believe he has a place in Miami. Uh, that I'm not reporting that. I'm just saying I, I believe he does have a place in Miami. And for sure, for sure, he wanted to come to Miami when he was a free agent. So, you know, that's not the direction we wanted to go to spend major bread on a big-time free agent. So, nah, we wasn't about that life. So he signed. He ended up signing in, in, in New York. And now that this has happened, bro, this is like, the to me, this is like the Lermy Tunsil thing. Lermy Tunsil gets the photo that comes out or the video that comes out right before the draft, and he falls to us. And all of a sudden, we, w- we wouldn't afford it, couldn't afford Le'Veon Bell, and we wouldn't have paid him all that money. But now, uh, if you remember, I'm going to cut it short. If you remember, we were talking about receivers, receivers that would be disgruntled and coming to Miami because we got Tua. Now we have a running back that was disgruntled, and now he may come to Miami too. So I honestly be- believe he's coming. Do you think he's coming? Um, I... The more I hear, the more I'm starting to believe. Um, he apparently trains in Miami in the off season, so he obviously knows the area quite well. Um, kind of you know likes it down here. It's there's three. I think earlier it was three teams. It was Chiefs, Bills, and Dolphins, um, which are ironically the Jets' next three games. Um, so it kind of there looked like he was you know wanting to get his revenge on the the Jets as early as possible but I also think just as again as far as I'm aware you know better is that there's no income tax or there's no kind of tax in Miami or like yeah. what's the tax situation so there's no state income tax meaning all there's 50 states in the United States just for our international listeners mm-hmm. that don't know there's 50 states in the United States 
Um, and we all have to pay a, a tax, government tax, federal taxes is called. So within the 50 states, not all 50 states have state income tax. So imagine you live in a state like California where you have to pay the government federal tax and then you also have to pay the state tax as well. Uh, Florida does not have a state income tax. Neither does De Texas. But if you ask me all the states off the top of my head that don't, I I'll be in trouble. But, you know, <laughs> being a Florida resident, uh, we don't pay st uh, state income tax. So, yeah, so that's that means you keep a lot more of that money that, that you sign for. Okay, so, you know, that's probably a reason he gets to come here, keep a bit more of his money. I think a lot of people assumed he'd go to a contender, you know, try and get a ring this year, which a lot of people are like, okay, well, it makes sense that the Chiefs are on there. As always, people linked him to the Patriots because is the Patriots, but if if his three teams at some point were the Chiefs, Jets, and and you know after Dolphins, just so Chiefs, Bills, and Dolphins, he just left the Jets. Um, to me, it kind of sounds like he wants to bully the Jets twice a season, kind of say to them, "This is what you're missing out on. You use me incorrectly." Um, which is a Petty thing, but you know what? If you've got a guy who twice a season got a chip on his shoulder and you're going to run extra hard, I'm not against that. Um, and again, it's, it's something you say a lot. It's the whole, you know, you want to give to a, you know, your Lamborghini wide receiver and Aston Martin, no, Lamborghini quarterback, Aston Martin receivers or something like that. <laughs> but we've never kind of discussed having a Ferrari running back. Ah, you took it out of my mouth, bro. <laughs> that is it. So, look, we got the Aston Martin quarterback in Tua. Then we have the Lambo receivers in, in the receivers. Obviously, we don't have the Lambo receivers yet. But then you have the Ferrari running back. And this would be just that. And Miles Gaskin is nice. He is a nice pickup that we got late. Uh, I think he's a seventh-round pick, maybe. Like, yeah. that is perfect. So, you got Miles Gaskin. This, my, Le'Veon Bell is Miles Gaskin times three. It's nice to have a young Gaskin. He's not getting paid anything, unfortunately. But he's not getting paid anything, and he came through for us. And I believe Flores, Brian Flores, said Miles Gaskin is the epitome of a Miami Dolphin. That is great to hear. You know what I'm saying? To know that this man will, will be, like, is, is just a solid player, character, and all of that. So I, I imagine we're going we're gonna to reward him for that. Um, and you would like to reward him with touches, what, what we're doing now. But... You get a, also another thing that Brian Flores said was, yeah, Le'Veon Bell's dynamic talent, all around good player. You would love to have him on the team, upgrade all the positions. That's what Flores said, paraphrasing, but that's what he said. So in my opinion, I think you go get Bell. You sign him to a two, maybe, I would not be mad at a three-year deal, uh, but you sign him to a two-year deal, maybe a three-year deal, then you don't have to worry about running back. For three seasons you got gaskin you got bell bell is a sneaky 28 years old i like it um we punted on running back in the draft you know i wanted to get one of those dobbins or edwards Alaire or or swift so this was what you said this was salvage that yeah definitely i i was kind of thinking with my dolphins hat on and kind of going well you know gaskin's done nothing wrong they're taking away touches from a guy who's done well so far this season, you know, it's been solid. But then, you know, reading what Brian Flores said, you know, kind of saying we can always upgrade. And I was like, that's actually very true. While we've been solid, 
we haven't been amazing. I'm pretty sure our running back stats. So I think we are one place above the Jets. I think the Jets are like 22nd or 21st. So it's not like we have this amazing dynamic run game, which is killing teams. And, you know, Gaskin runs well. But Gaskin kind of runs, you know, so your first down is second and manageable and then third and manageable and stuff like that. You know, he's not you're getting these first downs for 10, 20, 15-yard gain. Do you know what I mean? It's not, I don't think Gaskin has that, you know, break anyone, run to the house kind of play at the moment. It might come, but with Bell, you know, if he's in the open field or even like just the way he runs behind the line, he's so patient, he's so fluid, he's so, you know, always on his toes and stuff like that. And you just, you just feel that even with Fitzpatrick on the centre, Bell just adds another dimension. And I think teams would have to to respect the run game a lot more when they see Lev Bell behind there, which means, you know, it opens up for a Jaseki, a Parker, a Williams. So, yeah, I was... I wasn't against it. I was kind of like, we have other needs. You know, I, I said to you off-air, Jordan Howard at the moment is a healthy scratch. You know, he's not doing anything. But at the same time, it's... If a, if a bell becomes available and wants to join, can you really say no? Well, listen, as much as I like Miles Gaskin, and I, and I liked him when we drafted him, um, you know, I did something this year that I didn't do last season, um, was, was two shades 24. And I just picked 24 uh, prospects that came out in the draft. Um, and I just, just for, my, for myself and, and share with my friends and stuff, um, but listen, Gaskin, two seasons ago, I love Gaskin. He would have been on my two shades 24. Now, thing is, Miles Gaskin, bro, we would love to have you on the show. You know what I'm saying? 40 acres and a Hellcat. I love it on your IG, bro. But everything Miles Gaskin can do, Kadeem, Le'Veon Bell could do better. And it's like you get what you pay for, right? You, you, you pay Le'Veon Bell to be better than Miles Gaskin. But don't take that. Don't let that take away from Miles. Miles Gaskin will learn under Le'Veon, and like I said, it's, it's going to be a one-two punch. I'm man. I don't know if you can tell. I'm excited. A lot of people don't want Bell for some reason. They they oh culture locker room fit. Uh, he's he's a, a cancer. Like where are they getting this from? Because if you remember, it didn't work out in Pittsburgh because he didn't get paid. What running back in the NFL do you know that wouldn't want to get paid in the, in, the, in the climate that the NFL is in, where you just sign a running back and cut them or you let them walk after four seasons? Yeah, uh, I, I say um, Le'Veon Bell was a trailblazer. He was a pioneer. He did not play under the franchise tag. He said, you know what? I have extra miles on my legs. So um, extra miles on my legs that I can spare. So being 28, didn't play a whole season. Man, I like it. Sign them up. Let's get it going. And I, look, look, for everyone listening, everybody knows I'm a, a fantasy fanatic. Um, I have Miles Gaskin on three of my four football teams. I am trying to trade Miles Gaskin because <laughs> I believe we're getting Le'Veon. I believe we're going to get Le'Veon. They might split touches for a little bit, but I think Le'Veon's going to uh, take over in the long run. He's a vet, got the blocking down pack. I think I think it's solid. I think it's a goal. And I actually think we land them. Oh yeah, I think it's it's two things. It's we kind of spoke in the last episode about how it's, you know, no matter Flores doesn't care about your name, he cares about, you know, how you are in practice and how you play, you know, when you're on the field. 
we could sign Bell to whatever deal you know we give him. That doesn't mean he's going to walk onto the field and start taking snaps off Gaskin. He's going to have to earn those snaps. And the way I see it, you know, it's a iron sharpens iron situation. Either Gaskin get, improves and keeps Bell on the bench, and if that's the case, to me that's amazing. Or Bell comes in, plays better than Gaskin. And, you know, the offence keeps keeps on getting better. I can't see how we lose, you know. Even if Bell comes in and stinks up the place, let's be honest, no difference to Jordan Howard coming in and stinking up the place. And Gaskin's still doing well. So that's the first thing. The second thing, and he kind of started it, obviously Bell sat out a year, didn't play under the tag. Let's be perfectly honest, he sat out last year as well because he's done nothing with the Jets. The Jets done nothing with him. So he's kind of coming into Miami, if he joins, kind of like a... You know, you have been two years rested and he's 28. So, you know, it's my whole thinking was we should be building to get the best out of two, you know, two, three, four years down the line. Does Bill improve the team in four years' time? He's probably not here. But at the same time, if he takes away carries from Gaskin and that means we can get Gaskin for an extra two, three years, then again, it can work out that way. So, listen, we're not going to win Super Bowl this year, or it's very unlikely. But if we can win games, you know, Bill is, Bill is someone who knows how to win games. He's a vet. He'll probably come in as the, I think, third oldest player when it's Foster. I think Fitzpatrick is the oldest, then it's Carl Van Noy, if I'm correct. So at 28, Bill comes in as the third oldest player when it's Foster. A known vet who knows how to win, knows how to win ugly, knows how to train properly, properly and all this kind of stuff. Like you said earlier, it's only good for Gaskin. It's only good for your Patrick Leards and stuff like that. So... Um, I think the more I talk to you, you know, the more I get excited, I guess. And we can only improve the team, which is a good thing. So here's the thing about Bill. Worst case scenario, he comes in, gets a couple guaranteed dollars. And like you said, stinks up the joint like Howard. No harm, no foul. He got, he got off with some money and Gaskin still performs. Best case scenario, he splits carries with Miles Gaskin at first ends up taking over the job. We don't have to worry about running back position with Bell and Gaskin for three seasons. And by the time it's t- start re-signing Jackson and Hunt and and your Tua talks, Bell won't be on the team. So this is why you do that. You want to win. And you say, yeah, we don't have really too much Super Bowl aspiration right now. I'm not going to lie to you. We might not have two Super Bowl talks, but I'll be, I'm telling you something. The division is not that far away, bro. Like, there's, I believe we, we're going to go 9-7-ish, 10-6, 8-8. Uh, I believe we'll be better than 7-9 now. But believe this, I think the division is realistic. So you sign a bell, all of a sudden, yeah, man, like people are like, all right, the Dolphins ain't sneaking up on nobody no more. I know that. Yeah. I think also in... To go back to the giving, go back to the take of giving two our, you know, excellent receivers. Bell is an excellent receiver as well. You know, you can have him in the backfield, you can motion him out, you can have him run routes out of the backfield. It's a situation where he comes in as probably the third best receiver on this team. You know, I still <laughs> think Jaseki's the best. I agree. Probably Parker's second. You know, I think Williams is definitely pushing him, but. If you can have, if you can have, you know, a spread offense of Parker Williams, Jaseki, wide receiver one, Jakeem Grant, and Bell, you know, who do you take? 
you know, you have to respect every single guy as a receiver. You have to respect Grant's deep speed. It's also, you start, run, you start run, running wildcats with Lynn Bowden Jr., Malcolm Perry, and Lev Bell in the backfield. You're, you know, you're worried about every single one, you know, breaking a big one. So, hopefully, Bell c- coming in, you know, is only good for the roster. It, you know, it galvanizes everyone. It gives someone, you go, it gives your Gaskins, your Leds, even your, like, Jordan Howards and your Matt Breeders, you know, it gives them someone to say, you know what, I need to step up. I need to keep on going because my, you know, my place isn't guaranteed anymore. Um, and, you know, worst case scenario, he comes in, stinks up the place, actually doesn't mess with the rest of the roster. And he's going to end the season, but I think you know. I think that's it. It's a it's a it's a deal which at first I was a bit umming and ahhing about, but the more I speak to you, and the more I think about Le'Veon Bell in Miami, I don't see how I can't get excited about that. So I want to. I do want to say this: potentially coming in, potentially yes. coming to Miami, because we're still waiting uh, on the news. And by the time this podcast comes out. Uh, by the time the show comes out, we'll probably have the news. And uh, we actually thought, because, you know, there's a time zone difference. What time is it over there right now? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock at night. And it is 5.04 over here. So uh, we thought maybe while we're recording this, we'll get the news. So I'm pretty sure after we, we put a bow in it, uh, the news will come out. Um, anything else you want to say about Bell potentially, potentially coming in? The number 26 jersey is currently available. So <laughs> he's all good. <laughs> oh, I love it, bro. I love it. Oh, hold up. Who was the other number six? Was it Cecil Collins? Twenty six. Was Cecil Collins twenty six? That's that's a little bit before your time, bro. And I, I was going to say, yeah. I think Cecil Collins. Hey, hey, you know, Dolphins fan, y'all, y'all, y'all can fact check me. Uh, let me know who was who was the last runner back to wear twenty six for the Dolphins. Um, I could be wrong, but um. How about this, man? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think I think uh, the reason Buffalo was even in the conversation. This is why I think Bell is coming because the three teams that were out there was Casey, Buffalo, and Miami. Who really wants to live in Buffalo? Shout out to Share Ride Steve for saying that one. Um, Casey, because yeah, okay, you, you're pursuing the title, but out of the three candidates. Miami is the only one that could really give you a secure stability if it's going to be more than a year deal. They're the only ones that 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 can contribute to, like you saying, for two or three years. Buffalo, eh, Singletary, they got Moss. Are they really going to put that bread into you? Um, KC, we already know what, what KC got going on. So Miami is the perfect fit. I think he just said Buffalo to put Miami up against the, like put, put, put some pressure on him, like, hey, I'm about to go into the, to, to a division rival again if you don't sign me. So that's why I kind of think he actually is coming, and I actually do want him to come. I know there's a lot of people who 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 are on the same page and don't really – aren't for it, which is cool. But just know this. By the time y'all hear this, Bell is probably a Dolphin, and I would love it. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm telling you, like, that's another jersey you're just going to have to get, Kadeem. Um, but look, we got another show tomorrow. So this is our, our first week where we're going to have three episodes. We appreciate all the viewers. We appreciate all the listeners, the subscribers. Keep checking us out. That's all we got for, for this time. Thank you for tuning in this time. Make sure you catch us next time on Go Time. For Kadeem Simmons, I'm Charlie Touche. Already. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's show time. Going all out when it's go time. Go, go.
they gon' lose their mind when it's showtime. Cause it's your time. Lay it on the line when it's go time. Don't waste no time. Gotta make them lose their mind when it's your time. And it's showtime.